Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back to another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Oh, it's good to be back. The hump day edition of Ball Don't Lie. The full Monty, the full crew is here for you. Uh, my boy Hart, my boy Hart just back from vacation. We'll get into uh, his thoughts and all of his uh, exploits on vacation. I'm um, glad that he is back. We'll also get into the big news that dropped about an hour ago. The uh, preseason all Big 12 media selections have been announced. We'll go through them. We'll break it down. Go behind the burnt orange curtain. Talk some Texas football. Talk about all these selections, the snubs, and we'll also get into uh, the Texas win totals. Another uh, Vegas insider uh, giving out win totals. We'll talk about where Texas football stands in that. Also, Astros, Goostros, win the series versus the Rangers over the weekend. We'll get into that a little bit. And bad news. Bad news for sports fans. Bad news for Major League Baseball. We'll get into that too coming up next segment when we talk some hardball with my man Hardball. And also NBA free agency. We'll get into that at the top of the 4 o'clock. Dame Lillard, finally, finally has requested a trade. We'll drop into uh, that discussion as well. Before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres to chase his dream in the cheese. Pippin ain't easy, but for this man, it's a breeze. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Mike Hardball Hards. What's going on, brother? It feels so good to be back. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed my time off, but I'll tell you what, I miss talking and chopping it up with you because there was so much that was happening oh, while I man. was gone. Tons was I happening. was like, oh my goodness, for your boy to go on vacation. Hardy like, hey, y'all, y'all need me. I said, like, if y'all I need your boy, I, like, I got y'all. Spend, spend time. <laughs> Chill with the fam. I want wifey, because I know wifey's been talking about she want to hang out with just you and the fam. I said, yeah. no, man, be a family man for just this week. I was like, man, I got you if don't, you need me, dog. Don't get caught up. Wife was like, what you doing? Here at the back, what you doing? What you doing? No, we don't need that. that. I'm so glad to be back, but there is so much to get into, and I'm just glad to be back and chopping it up with you. I told Patrick, I was like, man, I haven't seen Patrick in two weeks. That's right. Because he was on vacation. By the time he left, I was leaving. When he was coming back, I was leaving. So we just did the high, gave each other a high five and was glad to be back. (laughs) But let me talk about my man that sits across from me. He hails from H Town with the get down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud card carrying member of DBU. Legendary lifetime and now college football Hall of Famer, Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. But, of course, he is a fan of you, the listeners. He is my man and yours, Rod Babers. I appreciate that intro. It's always good to have it back. Uh, But let's not waste any time introducing the real MVP, one of the hardest working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustle spirit, period. We don't know what he's paid, but we're pretty damn sure this man is underpaid. It's Patrick Davis, y'all. What's going on, Patrick? Oh, good to get back. Uh, Short week. Yeah. Yes. Also a blessing. Sure, we're grateful. You know what? Patrick gonna reminds me of Stanley from the office, where he's just always <laughs> yeah. about. So uh, when we're done, how much time we got? Exactly. Uh, that's pretty much what I'm celebrating here. Uh, we bring him back in. He's like, yeah, you ready to go? And we only got three days left. All right, we got <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he works real hard when he is on the clock for show. Right. Uh, also, uh, you want to hit us up? We appreciate your thoughts and comments, your questions, whatever you got. Five one two three. 373776 on the Specs text line. You know how it's done. If you want to hit us up via Twitter, the crew is back. You can hit up Hardball at Hardball Hard in the Twitterverse. You can hit up my man Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis. I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. I feel like we need a little bit of a, a catch up period for you, Hard. I know. I about need some all of the of stuff that happened. Yeah. So before we dive deep into the uh, the preseason, uh, all Big 12 media selections, which we will, I just want to get your thought. First of all, about the vacation, but then mm-hmm. also about a couple of topics that happened. Right. Because t- so much happened while you were gone. So much happened. They Texas they fired their pitching. <laughs> well, I say, I say fire. I wrote wrong words. There they you go. they parted ways. Yep. Parted ways. Parted ways is their pitching coach. That is. All right. That's something. Uh, Dave Lillard now is requesting a trade. Uh, you know, we got NBA free agency. Oh my started. gosh, Hell, NBA free dude, agency. Dude, 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 Dylan Brooks is now a damn rocket. rocket. What the hell? Yes. I can't even yeah. make fun of him anymore. <laughs> oh, you can still make fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I do my own family. Like exactly. Mock my, my, my uh, half-racist uncle. Yep. Like that. yeah. yeah that's, that's how I make fun of Dylan Brooks. I got to do it with affectionately. No doubt. Because he's one of my own. Because he's now one he's of your own. one of that's my right. own. Right. Uh, but, man, there's a, there's a ton. But I want to get your thoughts first. Let's Because I think uh, baseball fans, Texas baseball fans, they want to know your thoughts about uh, Texas uh, pitching. So we'll, get, we'll do that. But I'll, vacation first. Okay. Yeah. Vacation what? was outstanding. Okay. Vacation was outstanding. I went to Greensboro, North Carolina. Hey. Did get a chance to drive by Bucky's old house because <laughs> once they sent once they sent me the address and Craig was like on. how far away was it it to was go not it was not it was it so close too, it was so, to I it. had to do it were you, were you putting on the GPS I was like, like I gotta do it I was like I so gotta close. do it I'm so close I'm so close <laughs> Treat like a historic landmark. It was. But, it was. <laughs> it was. Because Craig, Craig put in a picture of it like on a the text chain. Yeah. He was like, oh, here's where Bucky <laughs> Bucky grew up. Bucky got bought. No, I feel like I 
I got to go visit You got to visit. Place. When you go to North Carolina, you got to go. When okay. you go to Greensboro, North Carolina, you oh, need to make man. sure that you go there. All right. We, well, we can't be giving out the address yeah. of Buggies. Yeah. Was there people living there? Yeah, there were some people living there, but I just kept it moving. I won't go knock on the door and say, can, hey. I, can I see Bucky's room, but please? In today's America, you better keep it yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Especially Greensboro, North Carolina. <laughs> you got to remember that, bro. I was keep on the other side of the room. I was on the other side of the world. Wave you know what I'm saying? Right. So there were some accordingly. different things. Um, but I thought it was, uh, we had a great time. I got a, 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 I'll get into it more in the Hard Knocks life because there's some historical value, not just Bucky's house, but some historical <laughs> things that have happened. Uh, we got, I got a chance to hang out with G-Man. Happy birthday to G-Man, which is Michael Shout Gavney, out. the uh, the uh, head coach of the Austin Gamblers. He hey. was there with me because oh, his son dude. is on my team. That's not okay. Yeah. Yes, so we got a chance to uh, meet him at the at the ride, r- ride. Uh, debut. Yes, the debut. Yeah. Yes. So nice. I got a chance to spend some time with him and the kids because a lot of you know a lot of people. We got some pretty cool stories as parents on our team, right? Mm. And a lot of people don't know other people's backgrounds. So when you get those opportunities and you explain to the kids who certain people are, they got a lot of questions. So it was fun for me to watch these kids talk to a man who is a world champion bull rider and who just happens to be one of the kids on the team's dad. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? So it was crazy. it was really cool getting to know a lot of these families, which was which was new to me because remember, my time is spent mostly here in my other job, so I'm not at every event Horse all the like time. Four jobs. Yeah, I'm that's not. Why, at, that's how I'm you not, know everybody. Because <laughs> he was like, I used to work with him. Like, you used to work with him. What does he do? He sells insurance. I used yeah, to work with him. I used to work with him because remember, <laughs> I was selling insurance back <laughs> in the day. That's why he knows everything. Yeah, but North Carolina, I will say this. Yeah, Mac Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, told me to give you a big old hug, and hey, he loves him some I, Rob I love, B. Man, Mac's a great. He's a great yeah, man. He, he really is, is a great I love man. I love me some Mac Brown, and he set me up with a great tour guide that huh. just happened to be former teammates with Aaron Williams. What? That's how small of the two- world this is. Are you serious? Teammate at in the NFL with Buffalo, Denora wow. Siri, Searcy. Was friends did you in reach the out, second. Did you reach out to oh, Anthony? Oh, took a picture and sent a picture to him. Yeah, they were like, "You hanging out with fam, fam with fam," and I'm like, "Yeah, we got you, man. Wow. We got you." So small, world. small, very small world. But I will say this: prices in North Carolina way cheaper than chalk prices here in Austin, Texas. Of what? Is everything good? Everything services. Everything? We're going. We're going to eat dinner, and I got. We took two <laughs> other kids with us and my family, so we got six people at dinner. My bill was 160 bucks, and I'm like, yes, because if I, that normally happened, 300, 400 dollars on the trip. So and you know we drinks, so <laughs> we, we drinks. Yeah, so we had a good time. But I was like, man, I love these prices. Wow. Yeah, still still got some country prices. Still for got you. country prices yeah, for you, there you go. for sure, and and, and very nice people too. Uh, there you go. Okay, uh, we're now against everything that yeah, happened. Yeah, because I'll talk about it in a no, little no, bit. No, no, we will. And um, because but real quick, um, why you think Texas hasn't announced um the parting of ways with, with the pitching coach? Why hasn't their announcement come from Forty Acres yet? It's been a long time because it's baseball and it's the summertime and they want really? and they want to draw it out a little bit. Okay, and maybe maybe they're working on some things behind the scenes to see mm-hmm. if make it all amicable, but. You know, I, when I call, when I text y'all and say, hey, if y'all want me to come on, I'll talk about it. The reason why I really wanted to talk about it is, you know, 
his contract stated one one season. Mm-hmm. The other coaches stated two. So sometimes you're you're looking at that, and again, a lot of people make a lot of different moves, and maybe Woody felt like there was another place that he could be, or maybe he was just like, man, I can't do this anymore. I thought it was going to be fun, and maybe it wasn't fun for him. Yeah. So there's so many different things that would go into the conversation, and it was like, all right, let me get this this one shot. I get my opportunity to coach at a Division One, the Division One baseball program. When you talk about the University mm-hmm. of Texas, and he wanted to see what it was all about, and maybe he goes back to the JUCO ranks. Maybe he becomes a head coach. Maybe he gets another job as a pitching coach elsewhere. But there was obviously some times where you were wondering how the relationship was with Coach Pierce as well. Woody is a a, a, a big leaguer, seventeen years, you know, and grinded and got it out the mud. He's a University of Houston baseball player, you know what I'm saying? So he knows what it's all about. But my biggest my biggest takeaway with this change is I'm more interested to see who is going to be the replacement. Is there a, a name out there that would pique the interest of others here at the university? And I'm still waiting on that. I thought it was going to be last year. I thought it was going to be Frank Anderson last mm-hmm. year. Didn't happen. Didn't yeah. work out that way. But I'm definitely scouring to see who's going to be the next pitching coach. Yeah, uh, a lot of Lohan fans are interested not only in your opinion of it, yeah. but uh, they think like you. They want to know, like, hey, yep. who's next? Yep. That, they don't really have as, you know, that big of an issue, at least based on what you know we can gauge from the Specs text line. Uh, with the parting of ways, right. if that's the case, it's like, all right, well, then – Make sure it's an upgrade. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Make sure it's somebody else. As long as you're upgrading, it's all good. Right. Um, Okay. Well, Uh, the other part about that too, Rod, and then we'll continue. (laughs) The other part about that too is when you start looking at what is going to help you get over the top. What is going to be the difference? I didn't think Woody Williams was the problem. I didn't think the pitching staff. How many times did we hear him talk about how great the uh, development was of LeBaron Johnson, who mm-hmm. may get drafted pretty high. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So you start looking at that and you're saying, well, if there's development and you can see some guys get better, that's what we want, right? Isn't, that what it, isn't it what it is when we start looking at development? We were talking about it with football. Football, we started to see development in a lot of these guys. Look at Jalen Ford, and we'll get into that. But look at what Jalen Ford became at the University of Texas. He's the pitcher of improvement. Those are the types of things. So if LeBaron Johnson was that guy too, hmm, there might be some other guys that can be developed too, but we're making a change already. Ugh, makes it a little it makes it look not appealing. So behind his what? Third third, third pitching, pitching coach in, in three, three years. years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll get uh, Hard's thoughts about some more of that. But yeah. uh, continuing behind the burnt orange curtain, the All Big Twelve uh, preseason and media selections have been announced. Uh, the Longhorns, uh, who were given the honor, were uh, first of all you got Jalen Ford, and by the way, Jalen Ford, I mean he gets uh, a lot of honors because he's mm-hmm. also picked to be the Defensive Player of the Year yep. uh, in the preseason Big Twelve. We'll get to that coming up a little bit, and. It, 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 uh, a lot of people believe, including myself, that he was robbed of that yeah. honor uh, last season. So we'll get to that, too, a little bit. Um, but continuing with the all-Big 12 media selections. So for Texas, uh, you have Jatavian Sanders, uh, X-Man, um, Kelvin Banks on the offensive side. Mm-hmm. On the defensive side, you got Byron Murphy, uh, Jalen Ford, of course. Uh, we just talked about also the pick to be defensive player of the year in the Big 12. Um, and those are your defensive 
players. Mm-hmm. No Texas DB. That which is shocking to me. I'm a little surprised by that. We'll get, I guess, again to the snubs of it. But to me, I'm a little surprised. Not one considering Jaron Thompson or you can go Ryan Watts. You go Jade Barron. You, you can definitely go Jade Barron. Jade Barron should be in that. He conversation. earned that from last year. He earned that conversation. Ryan Watts, I thought, earned that conversation from last year. I will say that what might be hurting them is the fact. Well, first of all, they're they're very deserving players. Let's get into some of no the other. No doubt about yeah, that. exactly. Right. Yeah. So it, looking at it from other, obviously being objective about it, um, the DBs that did starting kind of working our way backwards here. The DBs, Josh Newton, and Josh Newton is He's certainly top deserving. level. Yeah, the yeah. TCU cornerback. Uh, uh, you have Kendall Daniels from Oklahoma State. Is a DB, Kobe mm-hmm. Savage. Kobe Savage is damn good, too. I've watched a lot of film on him. Yeah. Um, and they got Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Bryant. <laughs> we got two Kobe's. A lot of Kobe's on here. Uh, <laughs> and then you got TJ Tampa from Iowa State. Yeah. Um, I, w- I think you could have, you know, you could have thrown at least one of the Texas DBs on there. I don't know which one. Jade Barron is probably it the top choice. It definitely would have been Jade Barron for me. Um, you probably could have thrown Jade Barron on there. But yeah. I get it. Uh, other guys are deserving. So I yeah. think that would be the biggest snub. And that's good. Those guys need a little chip on their shoulder. Yeah, they got it. Uh, <laughs> I like that. I like it, though. Um, the other uh, Big 12 uh, selectees for the preseason team at quarterback, Jalen Daniels, uh, Baylor running back Richard Reese, Devin Neal from Kansas is also a running back, fullback. Why the hell? They need to take that off. Just do a flex. What are we yeah, doing here? They need to take that off. Come on, guys. Put an athlete on there. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just, I'm just get the fullback out of Whatever. There. Come on, guys. Yeah. Fullback. Um, nothing against him. Uh, at Kansas it's just nobody State. else has Benson him. Not. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's a little rigged. The vote is a little yeah. rigged there. Uh, Brennan Presley, wide receiver from Oklahoma State. Xavier Worthy, who I believe is the only unanimous he selection. Is. He is. Um, which I think I heard Joe Cook going off about this, and I don't think I don't. I'm not sure exactly what's. I heard the back end of it, uh, but uh, I I would say that Kelvin Banks probably also should have been a unanimous Agreed. selection, but he was not. Um, you can even argue JT Sanders, but JT Sanders, I understand why not. You haven't seen it. Xavier Worthy has done it over two seasons. Yes. So I get why he was a unanimous selection. I believe Xavier Worthy, the stat that I I found that over you go look at the last two years. Just go look at the last this or his first two years, I should say, over the past two seasons, he's had the most receiving touchdowns and receiving yards of any power five receiver. Yes. Yeah, man. The, the, the man is pretty prolific, even with a dropping a lot hand. of passes last with a broken season. Hand. Uh, so JT Sanders uh, at the tight end, Xavier Worthy, a wide receiver, Jaran uh, uh, Bradley of Texas Tech. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I, haven't, I, I will admit I haven't watched a lot of film on this, so I don't know. I, I, he was not a name that I've heard. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like in a in – even last year, I don't remember him putting up big numbers. That's why I said I got to go. Yeah. I got to go back to the tape. Yeah, I'm not, go, I'm not go taking anything away from him. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm just like I don't, Bradley. Who? <laughs> who? <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I'm with I'm with Harge on that one. O line Kingsley. Ooh, I'm gonna screw this name up. Do you know how to pronounce this, Harge? Suamataya. That that, that. Suamataya. Yeah. Kingsley Suamataya from BYU. That sounds about right. Uh, Mike Nav- and think about this for the wide receiver thing. There are other wide receivers coming in for other from other. Ad like, Mitchell from like four of the teams now. Right. Well, think and, about from oh UH yeah oh okay I see what you said yeah BYU that's all coming in too yeah. still this guy so nothing against him he must be pretty damn good uh, Mike Nowitzki from Kansas Cooper BB from K State he's damn good yeah he's uh, really good Kelvin Banks uh, of course uh, junior from Texas Zach Frazier 
uh, West Virginia. Uh, I don't know why I said that, like Frazier. Frazier. <laughs> I can't ever say it now. <laughs> Everybody names Frazier like that. Um, uh, plays kicker, Griffin, Kale, Phillip Brooks, the kick returner, punt returner from K-State. He's really good. And uh, D-line, Dante Corleone. That's pretty cool. I from like Cincinnati. that one. That is cool. That is really good. Uh, Ethan Downs from Oklahoma. Dominique Williams from TCU. Uh, we talked about Byron Murphy and from Texas. He's probably going to be your best defensive lineman this year. Uh, also, Jalen Hutchings from Texas Tech. Texas Tech gets some representation on that's, there. That's where I'm like. A lot of. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm like. <laughs> okay. I'm like, come on, man. About Texas yeah. Tech. Uh, a lot of, they got a lot of momentum, though, especially in the recruiting world right now. I think okay. they're still like a top 25 recruiting class of 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colin Oliver, who I'm a big fan of from Oklahoma State. Uh, linebacker Johnny Hodges from like TCU. Yep. He is a good player. And then we just went through the DBs. Oh, the punter is Mason Fletcher. Uh, but as we said, only unanimous selection is... Xavier, Xavier worthy. worthy, which goes to show you how wide open the Texas, I mean the uh, Big Twelve is this year. As a matter of fact, it's so much of a different Big Twelve that the color scheme on the Big Twelve website is black now. Like it's the main color. Black is what they're going with. That's their Clean. font. Yeah, well, that's, I like that's it your mark. Bit. Yep, that's it where is. your mark trying to be hip and cool. He's talked about that. He's yeah. trying to make. He's trying yeah. to make it all happen. Yeah, but. Going back to what you said about Xavier Worthy being the only um, unanimous selection uh, on the all Big 12 teams, that just goes to show how wide open this Big 12 can be as far as talent is concerned. You mentioned it just a little while ago about the four new teams that are in the conference now that we're still trying to educate ourselves on because really, in all actuality, you only have to look at a couple of them, and that's BYU and, and U of H for Texas fans. Yeah. Because those are the ones that you're going to be looking at and saying, okay, Texas will be playing these guys. So now let's see what happens. But I'm excited for the football season. I mean, it's right around the corner. We're going to be at Big 12 Media Days next week. We were talking about it. But this right here is just that get you going a little, little, little bit. T- get you a little, little taste. Something. Yeah, little get taste. You- a little, little snippet of it, a little, little bit. Taste yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It definitely. You could tell they're. You're going to have to educate. All of us are going to have to educate ourselves more on some of these other teams. Yeah. Because they were. Cincinnati gets a punter and a lineman, and, and BYU gets a lineman, and that is all they gave anyone from the new teams. Yeah. So I'm not sure that people are necessarily is up on them, mm-hmm. but that means they're going to come in with more of a chip on their shoulder. Be like, y'all, y'all don't think we're going to – like, y'all put us in the conference and we're just – Yeah, we're just supposed to sit back? We're not West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but it's uh, – Jalen Ford had that chip on his shoulder. At, yes. he, sh- he still should because yep. – the snub he had last season after not being named Defensive Player of the Year in the Big 12, to me, was pretty egregious. Yeah. Um, I mean, you talk about he had uh, six straight games f- forcing a turnover. Which makes zero like, sense on crazy. how he, he was won, not the he, guy. He, yeah. it, he won like three games. Three for games Texas. for Texas. Yeah. I mean, Crucial. Kind of throw it out there. Yes. Um, only power five player with four interceptions and three forced fumbles. Um, this comes from my man John Bianco. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Only FBS player with four interceptions, three forced fumbles, and two recoveries. Only FBS linebacker with four interceptions. And he tied the UT linebacker record. You bring up Derek Johnson all the time in the intro. Yep. Tied him, I believe, for interceptions in a single season at Texas. And is the only player uh, in the Big 12 to put up at least 100 tackles, 10 tackles for loss, four interceptions, three forced fumbles in a single season since 2000. Yeah. And didn't win Defensive Player of the Year. That's, that's, that's the thing that drives me nuts. <laughs> he was Defensive Player of the Week three times. Yes, that's why it was so upsetting when the, when the news came right. out like, oh, that yeah. my man from K-State 
won it because everybody predicted him at the very beginning of the season. Felix and Yudiki yeah. Uzoma. And I'm like, well, he ended up being a first-round pick, so I'll go ahead and yes, let, him let, yes, I'll let, I'll let him go ahead and make hey, that. Yes, he did. But – Hey, we're not saying he's a good player. We're not, yes. He's not a good player. We're just yeah. saying Jalen Ford had a better season. Yeah, hey, no doubt. That is that, no, no doubt. facts. Yeah, so, facts. I totally agree. As I said, it's, the, this numbers would – so, to Patrick's point, a lot of guys with chips on their shoulder. Texas DB should have one now. Yep. Jalen Ford should have one. So going into the season for the Texas defense, a lot of chips on the shoulder. And that that means right? that everybody's going to be motivated. Everybody's um, got something to prove. It I ain't mean, how you start. It's how you finish. Amen to that, brother. There I, we go. I think Kelvin Banks should have one, too. I think so, too. Um, he should have been a unanimous selection. And, it's, and the only reason I say that, and I'm not just being a homer here, uh, to, to uh, Harge's point about Felix Inudiki Uzoma, he was a first-round pick, 31st uh, selection mm-hmm. in the NFL draft. Uh, Texas play, faced four defensive ends who ended up being drafted first round in this year's previous draft. So Kelvin Banks got a chance to face off against those guys as a, as a true freshman. Yes. True freshman at left tackle facing four, at least four here. Yeah, we don't know how many this year. Exactly. Let's do at least four first round picks in one season. Number three, number seven. Number three was Will Anderson. Number seven was Tyree Wilson. Number 15, Will McDonald. And we just talked about Felix Inudike Uzoma. Um, and, and, all, and by the way, the, in all, you go look at the pro football focus grades. Only once did he have a grade below eighty, right? And it was versus K State. So getting to your point about Enrique Uzoma, hey, maybe you got something there. Maybe. Um, but every other grade was eighty plus. This is a true freshman now, and he allowed zero sacks versus those first round pass rushers, uh, defense ends, edge rushers who were drafted uh, in this year's previous draft. Um, zero sacks, four pressures, and had zero penalties. Right. I mean, that's that's balling. That's balling, which is why you go there and say, who didn't vote for him? Man, watch the tape. Right. Watch the tape. Are you are you holding a grudge for something? I don't know. Did he not grant you an interview? That's Bianco. Don't blame him. <laughs> that's Bianco. I don't know. What's up with that? Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's, yeah. that's exactly. So I, he would have a case, so he should have a little chip on his shoulder, too. But I'm with you about Jade Barron. And Quinn Ewers. Some people said, oh, what about Quinn Ewers? Listen, Jalen Daniels. We've been talking about him since the year before, before he got hurt. Yes. Yeah, this dude is a baller. We get it. Now, again, I'd much rather have Quinn Ewers with a chip on his shoulder trying to get placed at the uh, number one quarterback in the Big 12 than him walking into the season after last year and thinking that, no, it's all good. It's all good. No. Chip on your shoulder as well. Go get it. I agree. How about this? Um, If you look at BetGM, um, so MG, sorry, Bet GM, MGM, <laughs> Bet MGM. I'm sure there's a Bet GM. Too, there probably Bet is. MGM, yeah. Bet MGM and Heisman Trophy uh, odds. Um, Quinn Ewers is at he's third in terms of favorites. Mm. Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels. There's a Jalen and a Jaden. Yes. And I believe people at times can mix them up. Just because, and not on purpose, just because they say Jalen and some people hear Jaden. Yes. And they'll say Jaden and some people hear Jalen. Right. And why not? Because they're both going to be really highly talented And they both QBs. play quarterbacks. <laughs> and they both play quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're ballers. Yep. All right. So, yeah. One's at LSU. And one's at Kansas. And one's at Jalen yeah. at Kansas. Jay Dunn. Daniels at LSU. Yeah, they got Quinn Ewers third behind uh, Jay Den Daniels and Caleb Williams, who's obviously the favorite. And if you go look at highest handle percentage, which is basically the money wagered by yep. betters, Quinn Ewers is at the most. Yeah, rightfully 15, so. They 15, saw that picture. Fifteen percent handle, but that's not the freakiest part. 
You know what the freakiest part is? Xavier Worthy is second in handle percentage, meaning amount of money bet on Heisman, uh, Heisman contenders. <laughs> uh, he's at 12.3% ahead of Jaden Daniels. And he like plus 1,300? 10.9%. I think he's like plus 13, or not 1,300, 13,000. It's something weird about that, but Josh, uh, I was at Josh Pate from yes. like the, he, he did a whole bit about it. We'll play it later on in the show, but he did a whole bit about it. Yeah. And, but I, I went and did the research. I was like, eh, let me go see if there's something to it. No, it is. It's people are betting a lot of money on Xavier Worthy to to be a high because it's just great. It's just great, you know. Uh, yeah, you want value. value. You want value. Great value. And you go, man, if they threw the ball to him that many times with a broken hand, <laughs> man, if he's healthy, exactly. good lord, he's going to get a lot of targets. Exactly. <laughs> that's a great. That's, a great that's exactly what my thoughts were, and I was like, mm. and then after listening <laughs> oh, to Josh Pate talk about why he believes that's a, such oh, a great man. value, I was like. Throw a little bit over there. No, no, no. Sark is obsessed. This, yes. I, I remember that Oklahoma State game. We found out later on <laughs> Quinn Ewers had a messed up hand and Xavier Worthy had a messed up hand. He had a broke hand quarterback <laughs> throwing to a broke hand wide receiver and he kept doing it. 14 <laughs> overthrows yes. in that game. Yes. And like, Sark, why you continue to throw this? I'm obsessed. So, honestly, that is great value, man. That is really good value. I'm in on that. And Sark does have a wide receiver on his resume that won the Heisman. Yes. And he's obsessed with getting the ball to X Man. Oh, that's. <laughs> hey, and it, that it makes you think, like, and you're like, mm, I might have to throw something out there. It, it, the value won't last long, so jump on it right now. Yeah. We'll play it for you later, but I just get, want to get to you. Bet M, that's from Bet MGM. Yep. Longhorn fans are all, y'all own it. But y'all ain't the only ones on it. No. Not nationwide. People are looking at it like, people are paying attention to it, right man. there. Because uh, Sark's obsessed with getting involved in X-Men. <laughs> hey, defensive with coordinators. With all them weapons. Yeah, defensive coordinators. If y'all let that happen, y'all are just stupid. <laughs> y'all are stupid. <laughs> so I'm serious. Y'all are stupid. We know what he's going to throw it to. He's going to throw it too deep, too. If that happens, I'm telling you, y'all are just stupid. No doubt. No. It should be Quinn. That should end up winning the Heisman yes. if that's the case. If he's that prolific, if he's in the conversation, because Quinn should have better numbers. Because JT Sanders, who we throwing the ball to as well, and Jay Witt, and A.D. Mitchell, and all the other targets. Isaiah Nayor. Isaiah Nayor. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. This is, this is going to be something. It is going to be something. <laughs> Amen to that. That's just a great way of saying it. It's going to be something. This is going to be it's something. Gonna be, it's like Deion Sanders in Colorado. It's going to be either spectacularly glorious right. or it's going to be a disaster of epic proportions. <laughs> and I'm not sure which one it's going to be, but I'm here for the ride. But I am here I'm for the circus. Drinking the Kool-Aid, so let's go. All right, we'll talk about uh, Astros, Rangers on the other side, and the bad news for Major League Baseball right here on Ball Don't Lie, 104 not the Horn. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. A lot going on. Of course, the hump day edition of Ball Don't Lie uh, also means it's time for midweek movie music. And that's when my man Patrick takes songs from a certain soundtrack that inspired him. And based on these selections that are played, Harge and I are supposed to gather clues and hints, breadcrumbs that lead us to the featured film of midweek movie music. Oh, yeah. I do get a vibe from it. I got a vibe. You got a vibe, Harge? What you, what you feeling? I'm thinking You're it's much better more about the summertime type of vibe, kind of beachy. I'm going to go. With, I, it's a movie, though. It's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. Beachy. I like any of that beachy. I like that. Uh, cocktail? No. That's great guess. It's a solid. I mean, it's a solid That's go a at it. Solid it, guess. Yeah. That is it. No, no, you man, swing away. Yeah, I'm just. I'm in a three old count. Away, I'm in a three old count. I say no, hard go. I'm going down. I got a three old count. If they throw me a fastball, I'm landing flat. I can tell. We need you on the team because last week Rod got his black cart pulled again. Oh no! What was it? Yeah. Well, I knew it was a Spike Lee joint, but it was do the right thing. And uh, I didn't get it. I forgot the name of the movie for some reason. I had my CTE, you were a blank. my CTE kicked in. Yeah. But I knew I literally named like a ca- two characters for the movie. I knew the movie. I just <laughs> yes. couldn't yeah. remember the name of the okay. movie. Okay. So okay. yes, black card deal suspended. So well suspended for a week. <laughs> I get it back tomorrow. So yeah. don't give me a trouble. I'm, I'm not oh, trying to do it, Patrick. I'm not don't trying to do it. Give me in trouble, Patrick. Don't give me in trouble again. <laughs> Is it? Uh, let me guess here. Okay, so that that sounded like. Is reggae-ish felt? Yeah, I felt yeah, like that. Yeah. Was it Cool Runnings? Ah, no. Okay. Oh, that was good. That was right. good. I like that. Hey, man. We just swinging away. Yeah, here. we swinging for the fences. Uh, that's, what right. that's, that's, what, that's what we do. That's uh, what we do. That is what we do. Uh, okay. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, man, this is bad news. We'll get into the Astros and the Rangers series mm-hmm. here, um, but uh, the bad news is that there have been some injuries um, for the Angels. Yep. And I think that's the biggest story potentially in baseball. So um, it's being reported that in the last I don't know, 36 hours or so, Mike Trout broke his uh, hemet bone. Hame bone. Hame bone. Yep. So he's out for four, eight, six to eight weeks? No, it's longer than that. Longer than that. It's going to be okay. longer than that. Shohei left the game with a blister, so he's not going to pitch in the All-Star game, so we all lose. That's all right, but he's going to be able to hit, though. As long as he can hit, that's great. I believe he's still leading uh, Major League Baseball yep. in home runs. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's – honestly, all of his games, they should be trying to put on national TV as much as possible. Agreed. Um, and uh, Anthony Rendon, too. Mm-hmm. They had another injury as well. So, the Angels – good news for the Astros, though. Go Strolls! Yep. Uh, bad news for the Angels and bad news for baseball fans, too, because uh, Shohei and Mike Trout, I mean, tell them, that was one of the best shows in sports right now. No doubt. Uh, uh, also, other good news for the Astros? They just finished the game winning 6-4 against the, the Rockies. Hey, there now. You go. They get there another you go. win today on an early game. Uh, yeah. Uh, beat the Rockies yesterday, too, right? Yes. As well. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, now the Astros, they are only three games behind the Rangers um, at this point. And over the weekend, and it was a four-game series, um, so a little bit bleeding into the this week as well, um, Astros end up winning that series 3-1. to one. But, uh, man, they almost had a spectacular implosion in the uh, the in, in game four, yeah, the Astros had they they basically blew an eight run lead in the finale of that four game road series against the Rangers, um, and they the basically they Texas went in in front uh, in the bottom of the eighth and sent Will Smith to the mound in the top of the ninth, and however the Astros came up clutch. 
um, because he the was Astros, getting jiggy with it. Yeah, they scored twice in the ninth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Astros scored twice in the ninth. That was well done. Okay. <laughs> I had to give that more props than I did. I apologize. We got to pause for that. That was yeah. damn, damn good, good there. Good. Uh, and ninth and escape, they got the twelve eleven win. Um, so they claimed the series win, and now they uh, they. They got two wins back-to-back now over the Rockies, so the Astros are starting to at least get back into the groove. Now, health-wise, injuries are still hitting them hard, gentlemen. Jose Altuve, did he? Did Jose Altuve play this game? He was dealing with an oblique strain. Yeah, so I know he was out for the first game versus the Rockies. I'm not sure if he played in this game. He said it was oblique. He did not. He did not. He did not so, okay, so oblique discomfort, I believe yeah. they described it. And that happened during practice, like batting practice, that, yeah, right? Yeah, it was BP before the game. He ended up having yeah. this little bit of discomfort, and you're right. You know, you start looking at what the Astros are are doing. It has become one of those things where Michael Brantley got shut down again, yeah. as well. All baseball activities, all baseball done. activities done. And you, you, we've already talked about Lance McCullers and the fact that they are in in the position that they are with the standings and still being in the mix of it all. That's just what they do. I mean, fortunate enough for them, they have a good farm system. Where they can continue to bring up guys. They developed well, and that is one of the things that you continue to look at and say, okay, who's going to fill in? Who is going to be that team that is going to be able to – who's going to be that guy that comes in and help us win? And that's exactly what they've been able to do. They're just piecemealing it together, and you're you're hoping that you're going to see what happens at the trade deadline. Man. They're going to have to make some moves at the trade deadline. And here's something to think about. The uh, New York Mets are talking about being sellers again hmm. in the trade deadline. So there's some names on the Mets team that you might want to look at. Verlander, hey. Scherzer. So there, really? I, I don't know if they want that price tag, a, yeah. but you're missing your entire pitching staff. Three starters, right? <laughs> yeah. Three starting pitchers are out. Yeah, much, you're yeah. missing your staff. And I just said they've done well with the draft, I mean with the uh, development in the mm-hmm. organization – but is that something that you are willing to to sacrifice when you know that you're trying to win a, a, a championship again? So that's something to pay attention to. But going back to the Angels and what you were talking about, about Shohei and Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon all being injured, that hamate bone, I've actually had surgery. Where's on the hamate bone? It's, it's, it, it's the hook of your bone that's in the middle of your hand. It's so small. But it causes so much pain. They have to cut your 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 hand open oh. to go in there. And mine got sawed back down. Oh. I got mine sawed down. They didn't actually replace it. They just but sawed what, the hook down. Yeah. So what ends up happening is that hook that's in there is so little, but it causes so much pain that you start looking at it. And that's why when he swung, I did mine on a check swing as well, but. I didn't um, know. Trying to pull it. Yeah, trying um, to stop your swing. So and fast. that little bone gotcha. right there, mm. uh, for a time in the mid-90s, every player broke that bone. Almost every – Jose Canseco broke that bone. Uh, there was like five other guys that broke that same handmade bone that all had to go in and get surgery. Hmm. So Mike Trout may miss – It's going. they say – they put him on the 10-day – that's just preliminary, so they could go through all the testing and see and exactly see how, how damaged yes, it is. Yes, yes, yeah. because I, I realized my handmate was broken. I always had pain. I always have to have play with my hand tape, and you know why all these guys are out there playing with those oven mitts mm-hmm. when they're running the bases. Yeah. This is why. 
This is why it kind of braces them and makes them know I can't put my hand down because I a lot of times I used to have to run with gloves in my hand so I didn't put my hand down. So it's the damage done from base running or done it's with both. the plate? It can be done it's at so both. It's so crazy how specific it is to baseball. Yes. And also in other sports. Because honestly, Nobody I've never else heard, has heard of the That's right. It I didn't sport. know what it was until like, the doctor told me that I had a broken handache. But now you're talking yeah. about how, how common it is. It yes. is like a baseball-specific thing it is. just based on how you play the game and how it's and if you And if it goes, if his is bad and it doesn't, and it's already like fractured and there's just some, you know, some strain in there, it can rub against your nerves. Mm, that's painful. So yeah, it can yeah. rub against your nerves, yeah. and your fingers can get so kind of stuck. Yeah, yeah, you can nerve cause damage. nerves damage. Yeah, you nerve damage. And they told me if I would have kept playing and I didn't get it taken care of, my hand could have permanently been mm-hmm. almost closed because I wouldn't have been able to control it. So, wow. so I went in, got the surgery. You had like a claw. Yeah, I would have had a claw. Like, ironically. I'm yeah. like, hey. <laughs> hey. Is that you hitting your women yeah. with your Get out of here, woman. <laughs> I told you to come here. <laughs> right, that would have been tough. He's hideous. Your <laughs> life would be so much different if you ended up with a claw With a claw head. head. That's right. <laughs> you with me? I've yeah. been having to try to make some adjustments <laughs> in life. <laughs> but, yes. Yes. So, it, it, it can be a very painful deal. And I know that, you know, they're going to do everything that they can. I got mine done. It was 1993. Uh, headed into the 1993 baseball season, I got my wow. surgery done right before the season. So how painful started. can you how, how can you play through it? You pain? can play play through it, but like I said, if there's close to the nerves and all that then stuff, you want to go in and yeah, just yeah. go get the surgery. Man, yeah, wow, I, that, that's that's a great breakdown right yeah. there. But it happened to you, so you already know. yeah. So I know what it's all about. Mm. As soon as I saw it last night, I was like. Oof. They talking about four weeks. Nah, man, that's gonna be a it's lot after, longer. They're being optimistic. They so, been, yeah, they so looking fans at don't it. check out. Exactly. Yeah, they're like, no, no, we, we got a chance. <laughs> the A's. I mean, hey. uh, Angels are playing good baseball, but nah. then all three of them got hurt at the same time. Yeah, so that's done. Yeah, Astros. I'm out Astros of this. <laughs> Astros and the Rangers, baby. That's Keep what it's it. gonna be uh, all the, about. The Rangers actually did. They uh, set a four game attendance record at Guilf. Oh yeah, they had four sellouts in a row. Well, I was against, against the Astros. Man, it, well, Might as well yeah, come it shows in. you that the, yep. but the, the Rangers fans are all in. It was the first. It was the first time the franchise had sold out all four games of a four game series since moving to Arlington in 1972. Yeah. Hey, and I'll tell you, this is going to be a fun series too because there was a lot of Astros fans there, which means there's going to be a lot of Rangers fans in Minute Maid. Yep. yep. So it's going to mm-hmm. be one of those series where you're going to have, you know, every single hit has cheers and boos. No doubt. <laughs> Everything oh, yeah, happened. It's going to be like Texas OU. Cheers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there, you don't you ever know what's happening. Because you saw <laughs> yeah. Altuve starts off the series with a home run, and you hear some cheers. You're like, wait, what's happening? And they're like, <laughs> the announcers have to go, all right, well, here's the thing. There's a lot of Astros fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. They did. Yep. They made the trip. And, uh, and if you make the trip from Houston, you're on time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are on time. That's right. Man, that's uh, that's uh, yeah. This is a. I love that the Rangers are good, and because I think it's really good for this rivalry, man. Uh, so last time the Rangers had at least four consecutive sellouts uh, in a single homestand was a six-game home stretch in 2012 against the Yankees, and that's when they were good. And that's Tampa when they were. That's when they were, they were battling. That's when they were yeah. battling for Damn the right. world. They're headed to the World Series, so. That's Ooh. the perfect time. So you start looking at that, and everybody keeps saying, well, they don't even have DeGrom, and look how good the Rangers are doing. You're right. You should be very, very scared because they just went and just got over. Move. They just went yeah. and got Chapman to close out the back end of that bullpen. They ain't playing. And they're going to try to – they're probably going to make some moves again here at the All-Star break before the trade deadline. 
They're going to be looking to – they're going to be buyers again because their farm system is stacked with talent too. And then you think about some of the guys that are in the big leagues that aren't getting at-bats either. You like the Bubba Thompson. Bubba mm-hmm. Thompson just got moved back down to Round Rock so he can get some playing time. So this is, this mm-hmm. is the time where there's going to be some buyers and some sellers real quick in this baseball deal. Oh, yeah. And then we still have the Shohei Otani drama. Exactly. As Patrick talked about at one point, they got the Angels got to decide. They got to make what a move. What are you going to do? You going to play out this season and try to compete? Or are you going to make a deal? Try to trade them. And make a deal. Yeah, you got to make a deal. I mean, that's a, like what we talked about a lot last week, Hard was can you, like, is there another player that takes as much, even for a one year rental, but especially if you think you have a chance to re sign him, what you would give up for one player? Because yeah. it's not, it's not one player. It's two players. You're getting a best pitcher and a best hitter. Exactly. I don't know if there's a, ever been a trade value like that at a trade deadline. And if you're trying to do it for the rental, as you were just talking about, and you feel like you have the squad to do it, the team that I would say that needs to go and get them, Who that? the Atlanta Braves. Ooh. The Atlanta Braves, the hottest team in baseball right now. That'd be crazy. They are 9-1 and one out of their last 10. They are plus 140 in run mm-hmm. differential. And they are leading the NL East. Again, scratch me or pat me on the head if you've heard that before. <laughs> they are leading the NL East by eight games over the Miami Marlins. <laughs> They're leading by eight games. Is it, we're not even halfway. We're, we're not we're even like, halfway. What, seven games away from halfway? Exactly. Wow. They've already made that move. So that is That's a very hot team yeah. that needs will some they spend, starting Will they pitching. spend money? They got time. And Will they, they spend money? I, I think they are because they're about to, to create This is going to be the richest contract deal. potentially in North American sports history. I'm talking about the rental part. Oh. I'm talking about the rental. You're talking about the rental. Yeah, and if he goes Why to Why rent him if you're not going to? Oh, you're talking about just a guarantee you win the World get Series. Get yourself a chance to okay. get into the World Series. After Series. that, you're definitely going to try to re-sign Then you're going to re-sign them. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're about to create their own Atlanta Braves holding. They're not going to be part of anything else. They're creating their own organization to where it's all called Atlanta Braves holding. Speaking of Atlanta Braves, I was in Durham, North Carolina, mm-hmm. going to the airport, drove by the Durham Bulls Stadium. Chipper Jones had his number r- retired there, so I took a picture and sent it to him. And he said, yep, <laughs> me and Crash Davis <laughs> from Bull Durham. So, nice. yeah, so you sit there and you look at what they're capable of doing and where they are and how they're set up. Uh, they got a good farm system no, too. They do. It's great. So they would be able to move some guys around and probably make a move for him. So, Ooh. yeah. No, that's uh, that's, that's sexy. Yeah. Uh, and at the, but you're right about the rental part. That would almost guarantee your World Series run. Be, yeah, you're gonna be in the mix, but you're gonna be in the mix. That's a World Series run. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, good baseball conversation there with Hardball and my man Patrick. We'll come back. We got the flex. One of my favorite local defensive backs uh-huh. made a decision. I'm happy for him. We'll talk about that. But you're not that happy for him. Well, <laughs> I'm happy for the young man. Right. <laughs> yeah. I could be happier. There you go. Uh, we'll I talk like about that. that. We come back right here. Ball don't lie. What a foot out of the horn. Hey, baby. What do I have to do to make you love me too?
Alright, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when Patrick the Idillionaire takes songs from a particular soundtrack that inspired him. Based on the selections that are played, Harge and I are supposed to gather clues, hints, breadcrumbs that lead us to the featured film of Midweek Movie Music. And he just threw us a hell of an off-speed pitch here. Yeah, he did. Um, I couldn't stay back. I just swung through it. Woo. I have no okay. idea. Okay, that's good, yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, the first one was reggae-ish in a certain era. Got a vibe from it. This is totally off, and I, for some reason, cannot place it into a movie. Mm. All right, we failed miserably with clue number two. Uh, so we'll try to do better yeah. um, with uh, clue number three at the top of the four o'clock. It's time for the flex. FLXATX.com. FLXATX on all your social media platform. Has anybody on the Specs text line got it? I haven't seen anybody get it yet. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure. That well, I'm, I'm glad. That's not obvious. Yeah, yeah, like, like, you I'm idiots. <laughs> what are you doing? You no, idiots? no. It's, I, yeah, no, those ones aren't obvious. Okay. I think what, pretty much the rest of them are. Okay, I just want to make sure. All right. All right, we'll um, give it one more shot. Now, he always, and I, it's, it's going to be upset. And we've seen this film. Yes. Uh, are you sure? Yes. Damn oh, my it. goodness. Is it Caddyshack? Nope. <laughs> Good try, though. I'm just throwing like stuff that. out there. Like, what kind of summer movie is out here? That's kind of what I'm summer, summer-ish. Films, but all right, uh, let's get to the flex flxatx.com, flxatx, and all your social media platforms. One of my favorite DBs, uh, in the Austin area, who actually is one of our flex, uh, all flex, uh, mm-hmm. team uh, members as well, chosen for all flex team, uh, Kai Peyton Morgan, who is uh, out of uh, Pflugerville Weiss, yep, who's a really good prospect, four star DB, and I, I'm not gonna say I was on him early, but. You, you was on them early. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, and, uh, and shout out to my man Zach Lucero, because Zach Lucero, I believe, was also somebody yep. that whispered in my ear and told me, he's like, hey, man, you need to keep an eye on this young buck. Uh, well, no need. He's already blowing up, and he committed from uh, Flugerville Weiss to Texas Tech yep. over the weekend. No doubt. So congrats to him. He's one of my favorite His dad also is a coach as well on that mm-hmm. Weiss uh, coaching staff. So I mean, he's got it in his blood, and it's great football IQ. My only complaint to him was kind of a compliment was, Good things happen when you're around the ball. Be around the ball more. Yep, that's that's all you got to do. Because yep. when you're around the ball, if I watch film on him, oh, great things happen when he's just around the ball. You should just make sure you're around the ball more. No doubt. That's my only complaint. Be around. Be more active so you're around the ball more. Because you just get you're one of those guys with a football guy shine upon you. I'm sure it's your hard work and your football IQ and acumen. Make sure you're around the ball more. You help your team win games. No doubt about it. One of those guys. So, no doubt uh, about it. Uh, but Texas Tech, man. Making moves. They're making big moves. Making and it's kind of interesting, too, because I was looking at <laughs> some of the names of the players that mm-hmm. they have at Texas Tech. We've been talking about this making area, moves. the the hotbed. You just brought up Peyton Morgan. You also got to look at uh, Jacob Ponton from Dripping Springs, 6'7", 278. He, he's an offensive lineman. He's verbally committed to, to Texas Tech. And Will Hammond, who now has a four-star the quarterback from Hutto, 6'2", 195. Mm. He's a commitment to Texas Tech. And now Texas Tech has 17 total commitments in the 2024 class. They're racking it up. They are racking it up. No, racking it up. And I want to give a shout-out to my kinfolk, Nico Hamilton. He's been on hey. a tour right now. He's been uh, – he went to Rice. He went to TCU. He also went to Columbia and Brown University as well, taking that tour. And uh, big things are coming from that young man. He's nice. working hard, got his 40 down, got mm-hmm. that working. Got so he's going to be ready to go this year. I remember Bucky kept saying, 
He believes that Nico's going to have a huge year this year. Got some year. Ivy League interest. He's got too? some Ivy League interest. Yeah, that means you got yep. some. You got some brains about you. Yeah, you do. Yep. Yeah, you do. So yep. congrats. And um, Texas also had a big recruiting weekend. We'll talk some more about that when we talk Texas football uh, in the five o'clock. So we'll get back to the All Big Twelve preseason selections uh, by the media for uh, the Big Twelve teams. All of that uh, and more. We'll come back. We'll get into the NBA free agency frenzy. Dame Little made it official. Requested a trade. We'll talk about what that means. What could be the butterfly effect of that and also Rockets Mavs and Spurs uh, we'll talk about what the updates are about NBA free agency all that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn